good evening all right here is uh, an email i received with multiple questions we will take three of them the first is that i have been listening to various masters teachings on youtube and listening and reading books of shri ramana maharshi shri nisardatta maharaj ramesh ji and you the question that i have is if i am involved with too many different masters teachings is it okay i know deep down that the core everyone is pointing to is the same the answer to this is astonishingly simple if you are enjoying it go ahead if that is what is arising by all means because one takes different insights uh, different uh, perspectives on life and living through different expressions of the teaching so in that sense it is absolutely okay but the flip side is if you read bhagwan ramana maharshi's books or nisardatta maharaj's books or even ramesh ji's books they are all pretty clear that one needs one guide one guru and that is why maharaj would say that instead of digging shallow wells all over the land it is better to dig one deep well but this is no hard and fast rule you may be on a journey where you feel you do not need one guide and you are gaining tremendous insights by looking at various masters and their teachings so do exactly that which you think and feel you should do that is the tenet of the teaching at least of this teaching at least of this expression of advaita this lineage let's say as expressed even by my spiritual teacher so do exactly that which you think and feel you should do the next question in this email is in day to day living there are too many tasks to do i do it and from inside there is a seeing that i am thinking of the next steps as well so it doesn't feel light as the body is always on the go so in this case is the seeing enough that i am not the doer of my actions yes that is it because that is all that is necessary all of us have to go through a daily routine we have to pay our bills we have to do mundane chores some of us go to work that is all doing in that sense we could also refer to that as being in the working mind mode we all have tasks to perform what has to be looked at is the thinking mind not the working mind the thinking mind comes under investigation the thinking mind that creates an imaginary future 
or goes deep and rakes up the dead past. The thinking mind that converts the present situation, the what is, into what should be and then starts spinning stories and yarns. So, by all means, you have to act as if you are the doer, knowing that this too is programmed, the doing itself is programmed. Then the questioner says, when it comes to making decisions, I ask myself who is the one who wants to make a decision, but then doubts come. I am not confident enough to be firm to take one side and stick to that. There is confusion. Then why does it feel like it is in my hands to make a decision? You see, let me tell you an example which I saw myself and I mentioned it in my first book. In my advertising days, I had a German client who was visiting Bombay and I took her and her two children to a gift store. They wanted to buy gifts to take back home. Now one child went around the shop with the basket and put in whatever she wanted and was done in 10 minutes. The other child kept picking up an item from the shelf, putting it in the basket, removing it from the basket, putting it back on the shelf. And she was not sure. And this was going on for some time and the mother got frustrated. And then the mother came and apologized to me saying, I'm so sorry this is taking so long because she can't make up her mind. And I said, please don't be sorry. Let her take her time. And whatever you all want to do, whenever you all want to leave the store is fine with me. You see, by then I had understood what my teacher was pointing out. Nobody truly does anything. This child's nature was one of indecision. She was made that way. She was not doing it deliberately. Why would anyone be indecisive? deliberately you see so what happens what would have been irritation is now converted to compassion i may still say let's hurry up you know let's go because enough time has been spent but the doership in the equation has been removed it's a very important aspect of this teaching so as the questioner has also said I know my mind is confused, you see. I am not confident enough to be firm to take one side and stick to that. That is how it is. Now, this teaching also shows that the decision, as I have given in the example, is not really our decision because it is based on our genetics and conditioning over which we had no control. That has been explained. But even so, the fact is that the results of our decision are not in our control. 
so if there is a deep acceptance that the results of my decision are not in my control even whether i take decisions easily or not is not in my control what happens is the anxiety related with this process of decision making gets reduced that unnecessary stress that i have to do something to take a decision that pressure dissipates that is the beauty of this teaching and next time you go into a store let's say and you are choosing between two tops one blue one gray or whatever and you're indecisive you might just laugh <laughs> because you know you couldn't help it it was not in your control so you won't get frustrated like you used to earlier this is what happens this is how the teaching delivers peace of mind in daily living but people find it too simple they are looking for magic they are looking for chamatkar they are looking for total transformations this is the transformation that in your daily life more and more breaths a breaths of peace are chanting peace that is the gift of this teaching thank you